0: Donald Trump Jr. recently penned an op-ed asking Democrats to stop with the Russiagate narrative for the sake of the American people. And you'd expect someone like him to. He's defending his dad. However, we also saw a statement from Democratic candidate Tulsi Gabbard saying this is good news that there's no Russian collusion and that this kind of language is dangerous. It could lead to a civil war. We're now seeing right-wing media for obvious reasons, mainstream news outlets, and even left-wing media calling out Rachel Maddow saying, enough. This is a conspiracy theory, but she refuses to let it go. For years, she built up her ratings and her audience around a conspiracy over Russians controlling the presidency and our government. Insane stories about Russia trying to shut off our electrical grid to shut down certain cities just entertaining ideas that have no basis in reality. And she won't stop, because she can't. In my opinion, for the money. We know the story is not true, so why does she persist with this narrative, and why are they still chasing it, even when right, center, and left-wing media are saying, stop? Today, let's take a look at what the statements are from some of these political figures, to show context as to why this kind of talk is particularly dangerous, and then go over why everyone is saying Rachel Maddow. Enough. But before we get started, make sure you subscribe to our new YouTube channel, youtube.com slash videos. The goal of this channel is to produce straightforward news, on-the-ground reporting, and expert interviews to cut through the spin and the bias to the best of our abilities. If you want to support this video, just share it on social media to help spread the news. In an op-ed for Real Clear Politics, Democrats disarm for the sake of the American people, commentary from Donald Trump Jr. The rhetoric here is pretty straightforward. Donald Trump Jr. says the Mueller investigation was a travesty from the very beginning and that for the sake of the American people, it's time to let the story go. And Donald Trump Jr. isn't the only one saying this. Now, as I mentioned, of course, Trump Jr. is going to defend his dad. But even Tulsi Gabbard, she said, If Mueller found Trump colluded with Russia, it could have led to civil war. The story says, Tulsi Gabbard said it's a good thing for America that special counsel Robert Mueller did not find President Trump or his campaign colluded with the Russians to win the 2016 election because it could have sparked a civil war. Now that Mueller has reported that his investigation revealed no such collusion, we all need to put aside our partisan interests and recognize that finding that the president of the United States did not conspire with Russia to interfere with our elections is a good thing for our country, said Gabbard, a 2020 Democratic presidential candidate. When you have someone like Trump Jr. and even someone like Tulsi saying, enough, let's move on. This kind of stuff is dangerous. You have to wonder why Rachel Maddow and other personalities on MSNBC keep pushing the narrative. In my opinion, it's very clear. I've made it clear over the past several days. I think they're doing it because the ratings are too good. The money is too good. They're not going to stop. They built up their personality and their shows on this narrative. And now that the narrative has crumbled, Beyond a reasonable doubt, they have no choice but to keep going. Fortunately, left, right, and center have kind of come together to say, Rachel, please stop. Slate ran this story a few days ago. Rachel Maddow's conspiracy brain. I tuned into Maddow's show after the Mueller investigation ended. It has not been pretty. While the story does heavily criticize Sean Hannity, it talks about how Maddow is misleading her audience with this nonsense. They say she wants to believe the instantly impeachable truth is out there more than she wants the truth, as gnarly and corrupt as it is. It's easy to understand why this might appeal to the 4 million or so Trump-sick viewers who regularly watch Madhouse's program, but her audience is being served an alt-reality, just as surely as Hannity's is. If her audience of susceptible ostriches and amateur detectives, people who bury themselves in conspiratorial details, hoping to unearth the one clue that will beam us out of this reality— is not as malignant as Fox's audience of the hateful, aggrieved, and ignorant, in this one regard at least. What's happening between MSNBC and Fox is not a contest. More than one cable news host can deserve their audience at a time. That was kind of long-winded, but of course Slate doesn't like Fox News. It's just kind of strange to me to see Slate and Fox agreeing. Enough is enough. The Russia Gate's over. And it's not just Slate. It's also the Washington Post. With this story, Rachel Maddow, the left's powerhouse on cable won't let the Mueller probe go. Rachel Maddow, the queen of collusion, is not backing down. A day after Attorney General William P. Barr said Special Prosecutor Robert S. Mueller III hadn't found collusion between President Trump's campaign and Russian agents, Maddow, primetime TV's primary and most tenacious proponent of the conspiracy angle, still was not buying it. Instead, Maddow moved on to two related questions. Did Trump obstruct justice, and did Barr let him get away with it? The story concludes by saying she demanded the release of Mueller's full report and underlying evidence, an idea the House endorsed unanimously earlier this month. She also raised 15 questions about Barr's conduct, including the last. Will Trump recognize Russia attacked our election? In all, It strongly suggested Maddow is not finished with Trump and the continuing investigations into his presidency. It also seemed to answer the sarcastic questions tweeted on Monday by Fox News host Geraldo Rivera in the wake of Barr's memo. What are MSNBC going to do tonight? Apologize? Say never mind? And so it goes. But of course we're not done because Politico is even coming after Maddow as well. On March 27th, Rachel Maddow's Deep Delusion. For the past two years, Rachel Maddow has been a hero of her own spy thriller. She has written, directed, and starred in a hit production based on the unlikely premise of a primetime cable TV show host unraveling the most dastardly plot in American history, one opening monologue at a time. This story concludes by saying, The Russia episode demonstrates how, even though it's odd to say, Nancy Pelosi is now one of the more restrained, Politically astute progressives on the national stage. You can be entirely in the business of checking and defeating Donald Trump, or you can be in show business. Pelosi is in the former, Rachel Maddow is in the latter. And I have to mention this, but of course Fox News is going hard at Rachel Maddow, with Laura Ingram mocking Rachel as a tin foil hat wearer. Across the spectrum, we're seeing people in media mocking Rachel Maddow, and she's not letting it go. She's still going at it as are many of the personalities who have made their name coming on NBC, generating hundreds of thousands of followers. The reason I showed you the statements in the beginning from Trump Jr. and Tulsi Gabbard is so you can recognize it's not just a left-right issue. You have left-wing and right-wing personalities saying enough, and even Tulsi Gabbard explaining how dangerous this could be. But I want to make sure you understand just how ridiculous what Rachel Maddow has been saying all these years, because Al Jazeera put together a mini-documentary about the absurdity. Al Jazeera.com's listening post has this story, Trump, Russia, and the collapse of the collusion narrative. U.S. media reflect on their role in promoting the Russiagate conspiracy theory, plus revisiting Ethiopia's media scene. One section of this documentary was highlighted by Glenn Greenwald when he said, A great sample of the Al Jazeera report on the media's behavior with the collusion tale, but the whole thing is worth watching. Network anchor invested more airtime, more of her own credibility on the case for collusion than MSNBC's Rachel Maddow. Because if the worst is true, if the the presidency is effectively a Russian op... If you had to pick one person uh, who promoted the hysteria, then... uh, She would be that person. Her ratings were going down until Trump was elected and until Russiagate became a possibility. And she seized on it immediately, well before Trump's inauguration. We're about to find out if the new president of our country is going to do what Russia wants. With this story, she started playing a character where she sort of became this patriotic uh, sort of front actor. There have been tons of Russians! There was a very powerful element of fear that ran through her shows. I mean, the the most infamous broadcast was the one during a cold front earlier this year. Russia can just shut off the electricity. They have that ability now. Where she suggested that the Russians had the capability to turn off the heat across the United States at any moment. What would happen if Russia killed the power in Fargo today? You know, that would be an act of war. There was this implied subtext that the Russians were this sort of reasonless evil. Rachel Maddow suggesting that the Russians may turn off the heat in Fargo or other places is just the tip of the iceberg. For years, she went on with this narrative. She once suggested that because a Russian businessman flew into a similar town that Trump was holding a rally at, it means there must be something there. But it's just more conspiracy crime web nonsense. You can easily find facts and strange coincidences in almost any narrative. It doesn't mean the underlying premise is true. And the media as a whole chased after this narrative, yes, with factual reporting, but to a dead end. Russiagate is beyond a reasonable doubt. Nothing. Don't get me wrong, I recognize we'll probably learn something as the Mueller report becomes publicly available, if it does, in mid-April. But the general consensus among left, right, and center, among most people, is we're done. It's not true. But Rachel Maddow's rhetoric isn't over. And you see just how dangerous this truly is. But more importantly, this shows just how media is actually rather deceitful. Not everybody. I mean specifically those who are calling for censorship of misinformation. Those who peddled the misinformation actively advocate for the censorship of anyone who dare challenge them. Glenn Greenwald mentioned that he wasn't allowed to go on MSNBC anymore because he refused to abide by the Russia Gate narrative. But it actually gets worse than that. Oliver Darcy has long challenged the right of people to publish what he deems misinformation. In this tweet, he says, Really am curious when exactly Instagram plans to seriously crack down on vaccine misinformation, like they promised weeks ago. Just searched vaccine on Insta to see if the platform had finally cleaned up the result, and it does not appear so. I am no fan of anti-vaxxers. I fully recognize the importance of vaccines. However, what you can see here is that someone working with CNN, a network that helped push the conspiracy nonsense and fake news, is demanding that other people be removed because they produce fake news. Yes, I hate fake news, more than most people. It's one of my biggest pet peeves, and it's why I'm so critical of the media. In fact, this video is literally me criticizing Rachel Maddow pumping out fake news endlessly. But I would never call for her show to be censored. I simply call for her criticism, which is what I hope to be doing with this video, while also highlighting other people's criticism of her. So we can all recognize how dangerous and kind of idiotic what she's saying is. But look at what they do. They come back out and say, ban this information. And the social media companies... Bend over backwards to do so, because these are the mainstream news sources. But what would the end result be? If we truly follow through with what Oliver Darcy is asking, would we then actually have to ban CNN and MSNBC? You have a clear consensus here. Left, right, center, up, down, whatever, various news outlets all saying that Rachel Maddow is fake news. Are we now going to say, well, if the mainstream consensus is that they're pumping out fake news, they should be banned too? Why should they be given priority access on YouTube or other social networks when we know they won't stop pumping out fake news? In reality, they should be allowed to do it, and we should be allowed to criticize them. That's exactly what's happening. But again, Oliver Darcy here wants this information suspended that can only lead to dangerous consequences. Don't forget, Don Lemon once suggested that a black hole may have swallowed a missing airplane. I was on the ground in Ferguson, and I be- had people tweeting at me saying, Don Lemon reporting right now there's no tear gas, while I was in a cloud of tear gas. Should we then remove Don Lemon? Should we remove Rachel Maddow? In my opinion, no, I don't like them. But they are advocating for this. And at the same time, we see just how dangerous and insane this rhetoric can be. The same people leading the charge against Alex Jones. The same person who said media pressure got Alex Jones banned. But is he now going to call for the banning of Rachel Maddow? I highly doubt it. Many people have highlighted the ratings drop for Rachel Maddow, around 20%. As of March 28th on TV Newser, Adweek's scoreboard, we can see that Maddow's ratings are definitely down even a bit more than last week, and Hannity's are up over a million from the two weeks before. But Maddow is still getting 2.45 million viewers. Donald Trump Jr. ended his op-ed by saying, Here's the simple question for the Democrats. Are you ready to disarm and join us to work in the best interests of the American people? If not, we can always settle this at the ballot box. Once again, it's your call. But Donald Trump Jr. makes a good point. If the Democrats aren't willing to say, let's put that aside because no one cares about it, and let's focus on things that matter, like the economy and health care, well, then the Democrats are probably going to lose. But let me know what you think in the comments below will keep the conversation going. How do you feel about this narrative that's continually being pushed? And more more interestingly, how do you feel about the media of various political factions actually coming together in agreement that Maddow needs to stop? It's nonsense. Comment below. We'll keep talking. You can follow me on Minds at TimCast. Stay tuned. New videos every day at 4 p.m. And more videos coming up on my second channel, youtube.com slash TimCastNews at 6 p.m. Eastern. Thanks for hanging out, and I will see you next time.